When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out over uh, at adzsports.com slash Dallas. We've got daily articles, news, analysis, and opinion over there on adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. Before we do any of that, though, the Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton. Let's talk about it. Do you like or dislike signing T.Y. Hilton? Let me know in the chat Drop your comments. Do you like or dislike T.Y. Hilton being added to this team at this stage of the season? I know it's been kind of a, you know, I know it's been kind of a wild ride for the Cowboys with all this uh, wide receiver conversation. And honestly, it is a wild ride at the position if you go back to free agency. Because we talked about a lot of potential additions. <clears throat> the Cowboys moved on from Amari Cooper. The Cowboys extended Michael Gallup. The Cowboys signed James Washington and James Washington only. Then they drafted Jalen Tolbert. We were excited about the pick. Some of us more than others. I was losing it when the Cowboys picked Tolbert because I expected him to be a great contributor this season. Turns out that among a out of a rookie class that's contributing impressively, you know, a, a lot, Tolbert is the guy that isn't, and it's been a while riding that way. And then adding to that during the season, you get the whole OBJ hype kind of stuff. When we were excited about OBJ signing with the Cowboys, uh, potentially, and the Cowboys and how they were being super aggressive, courting the guy, and how they were going to beat out the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs to get him. And then suddenly, turns out that he might not be healthy after all. The Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton, and we might fall somewhere in between here in which we are excited about the signing. We know that it's probably the best that you could do considering OBJ's health status. But let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. Uh, what are your comments? Six to Midnight says that he loves it. Abraham says that he likes it. Mr. Will Toxic, Tom, and we will get into this. Mr. Will Toxic says, uh, what year is it? Because T.Y. Hilton is a four-time Pro Bowler, but that happened a while ago. 2019 and beyond have not really been T.Y. Hilton's most productive years, but I like it. And let's get into it. Tracy Smith is a good signing at Facebook. Uh, Inez Gomez likes it. Sebastian also likes it. What's up, Stephen White? Thank you for joining the show. Let's get into it. I like it. I'm going to tell you why. 
T.Y. is productive. And I will also tell you the two big things that he brings to this offense. T.Y. Hilton has had a very good career. Granted, he is 33 years old. And I also have that concern as toxic, though, does in the chat in which you ask yourself, what version of T.Y. Hilton are we getting? But that shouldn't be the only question. The, only, the other question should be, what version of T.Y. Hilton do you want out of this deal? That is not a record-setting deal. It is not a multi-year deal. It is literally a no-risk affair that we're talking about here. Worst-case scenario, what? He makes the active group of players over Jalen Tolbert and doesn't do much? Well, that's still a very good scenario, if you ask me, probably, or a scenario which you can live with. But best-case scenario, you get a productive number three wide receiver that provides some critical stuff to your offense, and we'll get into that. But before we do that, uh, T.Y. Hilton averaged over 1,157 receiving yards per year in his first seven seasons in the NFL. Since that, and that would be 2019 and beyond, the numbers have gone down, but uh, I don't think we can ignore the fact that 2019, you might remember this, in August, Andrew Locke retired out of nowhere. We didn't expect it. There was a great ESPN article about it recently. I highly recommend you read it. It is a magnificent article, in my opinion. But since then, T.Y. Hilton played with Jacoby Brissett. He played with Philip Rivers, and no, not that version of Philip Rivers, and Carson Wentz. And no, not that 2017 version of Carson Wentz either. So mediocre quarterback play over at Indianapolis, as, as well as health issues for T.Y., really brought those numbers down. Well, let's talk about it. That health status thing, I agree. It is a concern. But I also look at the schedule, and guess what? We are heading into week 15 of the NFL season here. You don't need T.Y. Hilton to stay healthy for an entire season. And also, you don't need that four-time Pro Bowler version of T.Y. Hilton. You need a guy that can provide you with a handful of catches per game, maybe three catches per game, four catches per game. And you need a guy that can really stretch that field vertically, line up outside, and take some pressure off of CeeDee Lamb so CeeDee Lamb can play where he plays best in the slot. And here's where the two big things that T.Y. Hilton brings to the table come into play. Because I was looking at some T.Y. Hilton video earlier today when the news broke. T.Y. Hilton... Still can do two things at a very high level, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, he can get open. And he can get open versus zone specifically. Very, very consistently, I would say. You watch T.Y. Hilton play, and a guy is always sitting in the right place for his quarterback to find him. This will prove, in my opinion, particularly important for the Cowboys since they're a team that likes to attack the middle of the field. And in a similar note, T.Y. Hilton brings speed to the table. And that, yeah, stretches the field vertically, gives you a home run deep threat to threaten safeties and defenses and open up some space underneath as well for CeeDee Lamb to do his thing. But it's not just about those deep shots either. If you get a speedy wide receiver like T.Y. Hilton on your offense and you start running those crossing underneath routes or, you know, 
a little bit of deeper crossers. That also helps you attack the middle of the field with a guy like T.Y. Hilton that knows exactly where to be for his quarterback. And I do like Noah Brown a lot, but I do think that T.Y. Hilton has that potential to be a little bit more consistent getting open. And the reason why I believe that is that T.Y. Hilton might not be the same athlete as he was before, but he's got that football IQ. He's got that savviness. He played with who should have been one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, maybe Andrew Locke. Uh, he has played with some very, very savvy coaches as well. T.Y. Hilton is a guy that knows his way around an NFL field and an NFL game. And I think this shows up even in the 2021 tape. I'm not talking about the 2018 version of T.Y. Hilton. This is still the guy that he is. And that could prove to be huge for the Cowboys offense. Now, my question from me to you is, do you think that the T.Y. Hilton edition is an upgrade over Noah Brown or are we talking about just depth at their wide receiver position? Do you think it's about upgrading the uh, over Noah Brown? Or do you think it's added depth? In other words, will T.Y. Hilton emerge as a number three wide receiver for the Cowboys? What do you think? Let me know in the chat. Drop your comments, whether you're watching on Facebook and or YouTube. While you do that, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is the 2022 Mazda CX-5 2.5S Select. And this one starts at $29,920. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto. It's got all-wheel drive, a lane departure warning feature, safety first as always, convertible roof, Heated seats and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check out the Freeman Mazda right of the week over at FreemanMazda.net, a family-owned business for over 65 years. Remember, when you choose Freeman Mazda, you're choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. So let's see. Oh, uh, T.Y. Hilton. I was going to say OBJ, man. I was going to say OBJ. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. Is he an upgrade or just depth? Let's see what you guys have to say. Hell yes. This is AJ Jones. Upgrade. Stephen White goes with depth. Samuel Rowe goes with upgrade. Mr. Will Toxic says it is a move. That's about it. <laughs> Floyd says depth. It's both. Says Bruce. I love that. I love that, Bruce, because that, that's more or less where I was going with this. Upgrade, we need some speed. This is Kevin Knight. Upgrade for John. Lumen, I love this one. I think this is this is very well said. Depth and diversity, maybe. I, I like that. I like that. Because Noah Brown has some strengths that maybe T.Y. Hilton doesn't have. And the other way around. I will go with upgrade. I really like T.Y. Hilton signing. This is one that we've been asking for in the offseason. Maybe we... And I remember talking about the wide receiver thing, and this is before we knew how long it would take OBJ to sign with a football team. But my overall philosophy when talking about wide receivers in the offseason was, listen, if they can get OBJ, great. But I thought that OBJ was actually going to play this season, like earlier in the year. 
And I thought that he would be out of the Cowboys range. I don't think that, I didn't think that the Cowboys would be interested in him or at least seriously interested. And when we looked at more reasonable potential upgrades at wideout, we talked a lot about T.Y. Hilton. Now, in the offseason, the main sticking point was, can the guy stay healthy? Can you really build, build your offense around him and count on him to be available in December and in the playoffs? And that was a tougher question to, to answer. But now that it's week 15 that we're talking about for a potential debut, if he does suit up for week 15, he might not. Uh, I really like this move, and I do think that he can find his way into the starting lineup come playoff time. I don't know how long it will take. There will be a ramp-up period, obviously. Sounds like he has been preparing himself. The Cowboys signing team right away to the active roster instead of the practice squad. That doesn't seem to be an issue right now. I think that it's an upgrade, but also, as I said, you also have Noah Brown, and that is the point here. That You also have Noah Brown, and that is the big point. You, you have both now. So when you want to sell out your number three wide receiver, if we assume that Noah Brown is the number three wide receiver for now, T.Y. Hilton would be the guy coming in. That is, that is pretty huge. Now, we know about Noah Brown's physicality. We know about him winning contested catches. We know about him being a great run blocker. Maybe T.Y. Hilton is not all of those things, but he does bring up that speed and he does bring that football IQ that has him open frequently against zone coverages more than anything. Uh, and it's cool because he's a nice blend of, you know, with the, he's got that football IQ to beat zone. And I also think that his speed helps him beat man-to-man -man coverage with all of those crossing routes and all of those vertical routes as well. I think those safeties will be concerned about T.Y. even at this age. 2021, you, you can see that speeding on tape. He's 33 years old, doesn't seem to care though when it comes to, when it comes to the speed. Let's see here. Uh, and Carlos says, expands opportunities to put C.D. Lamb in the slot. That is 100% right. C.D. is already playing a very healthy dosage of uh, slot of snaps out of the slot, but that can always increase. And then Jamie says playoff experience is key. And you know what? It's been fun to watch Jason Peters kind of take that mentor role to some of the younger offensive linemen on the Cowboys. I, I don't think that any better run free agent that you signed is like that. If T.Y. Hilton comes into Dallas and he proves to also have that aspect to the locker room and, and really provide his experience and his learnings in the NFL. And he can share that with C.D. Lamp. And he can share that with maybe even someone like Jalen Tolbert who has struggled in his rookie season. That could also go a long way. Lumen says, C.D., T.Y., and Schultz. Oh, shout out to Jaime. I, don't, I didn't know, Jaime, that your name was in Spanish. I'm Mauricio, so that... that that comes easy to me. Shout out to Jaime. <laughs> Thank you for being here, man. Uh, Lumen says, CDTY and Schultz is a good combination. You know what? I think that Schultz and TY and, and CD as well. Yeah, but like we know who CD is. We know that CD is the, the complete package, number one wide receiver. But uh, TY and, and, and Schultz can be those easy buttons underneath 
And that is something that I absolutely love. This Cowboys offense is loaded with weapons, if you think about it. If you think about it, this offense is loaded with weapons. So, yeah, I think it's an upgrade. I, I think it's an upgrade. How does it look, though? Because, for example, Mr. Rule says Kool-Aid bad before bet. Says Mr. Rule toxic. Well, I don't think it's about, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. Here's why. And I said this close, closer to the beginning of the show. We don't want the T.Y. Hilton of old days. We don't want that. We want three catches or four catches per game. We want the Cowboys to be able to play 11 personnel as much as they want, to have those answers ready to go. Because if you ask me what is one of the biggest strengths for this Cowboys offense this season, it has to be how versatile they are. They can play 12 personnel, 13 personnel. They can also do 11. They can play on their center. Out of the shotgun, T.Y. Hilton adds to those answers. And you got to love that. You got to respect that. T.Y. has no baggage like OBJ's is Chevy. And personally, I didn't mind the OBJ baggage. I mean, certainly an aspect to him. But I, I thought that the Cowboys would have been able to live with that. OBJ ultimately seem to to fall apart because of the health issues seems like a very real story now at first we weren't sure about it but now it does feel like obj is the guy that was not getting signed because of health we'll see if, if that changes moving forward and ahead of the of the playoffs brian thompson says i like the move better than signing obj now you all know what you got before the playoffs, and for some unforeseen reason, they could possibly still get OBJ if they think it's necessary. Go Cowboys. See, that that, that would be kind of a, a, a long shot, but I agree with Brian in saying that you know what, you, what you've got before the playoffs. OBJ said that he sees no point in playing in the regular season. I don't know if that Booby Miles, Friday Night Lights kind of philosophy in which Booby Miles says, all I do is got is show up all i gotta do is show up i don't think it works in the nfl i didn't love that quote in particular that was the one that i said oof i'm not sure i want obj anymore uh ty will play soon ty might might even play on sunday we don't know <laughs> play action five-step drop and bomb to ty first place is holly and that is something that the cowboys have loved to do this season on um, second and two situations, third and two situations uh, on four down territory. They like to take that play action, max protect shot early in games. And th those have even contributed to slow starts on offense. Even I would say not in the sense that stop doing it, please. But just in the sense that it, it feels like many of those drives that, that ended up dying early in games have come because the Cowboys like to get those are uh, like to get those deep shots in let's see here nobody wanted sue toxic and look how he's doing in field it's a six to midnight well i think i missed that comment for from miserable toxic there i will say though that if it was one of those like because mm, we always get those or late in the season i think as fans it's easy 
I would say to 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 look at it that way that oh why was he when why was he available in the first place? We've seen timeless times. That's not it. A lot of players wait until late in the season, especially veteran players, to get signed, and then they show up in December and January. We we actually see that a lot with I don't want to say it, but Super Bowl contending teams. You see that a lot, and I think that we know that the fact that T.Y. Hilton was available in the first place doesn't mean a lot. It, it might mean that, you know, teams didn't trust him to be available for a full season, and that was a very fair concern. Fortunately, fortunately, the Cowboys don't need it for, 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 for a full season. Mr. Will Toxic says, I think that we need to temper our expectations on a guy who hasn't played all year, but... Do you think we need to temper our expectations like the expectations that expect him to change the entire Cowboys offense or the expectations that he can pull some coverage, he can get three to four catches in games, and he can provide an easy button underneath? Because I think that those are very reasonable expectations. I think, I think those are tempered expectations. As long as the guy contributes to the offense even if it's not as the starter at wide receiver three just as long as he has a healthy portion of the snaps I would be happy with that and think about the uh, and think about the the risk it is non-existent the Cowboys are not tying themselves into T.Y. Hilton for the long run I think I think those are very fair expectations to be honest Jake says, good signing. We don't know how the signing is until it plays out. Yeah, I think it's a good roll of the dice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was a, I was going to talk more about the Cowboys-Texans game to, today. Uh, maybe we'll do that a little bit more tomorrow night. But before we get out of here, it is Monday night. It is Monday night, and that means one thing. It is time for us to dive into overreaction Monday as we do every single week to start our week. And we get into some of the storylines around the NFL and, of course, for the Dallas Cowboys. We always try to start with a Cowboys-related statement and for those of you who are new to the show here's how it works i throw out a statement and you guys let me know in the comments if it is an overreaction or if it is a fair reaction so here we go we'll start with the cowboys though on this one we'll start with the cowboys on this one here we go it's going to be a it's going to be a good one I, I I think because of the recent feelings regarding the Texans game. The Cowboys are no longer a top two team in the NFC after what happened against the Houston Texans. Is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction? Let me know in the comments. We'll see how fresh. That those struggles are in the comments here. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. Cowboys no longer a top two team in the NFC. Following that slow start against 
the Houston Texans. Fair reaction or overreaction? Cam six is a little over. Floyd says fair reaction. That looked like hot garbage. Overreaction to Sebastian. Fair reaction, says Jeff. Fair reaction for for Jeff. Holly, oh, we, we've got two different uh, Jeffs going with fair reaction. Thought that I had read the same one for a moment. Uh, shout out to the Jeffs. Holly says super overreaction. Pasado says Joey Bella. Shout out to, to Spanish, my Spanish-speaking friends. Fair, fair, over at Facebook. Brett goes with over. I'm going to go with overreaction as well. Listen, the Cowboys are still one of the best teams in the NFC. I really believe that. Definitely. Not a great game, though. But we always see that in the NFL. It is a tough league. They do need to fix that one. They do need to fix that one. But I will go, well, you know, the slow starts is what I'm in. But I will go with fair reaction, even if the Cowboys end up playing in the wild card, as a wild card. Moving on here, and we'll go beyond the Cowboys. We'll dive into NFL stuff. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, the six-win Detroit Lions will be in the playoffs is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction they beat the minnesota vikings they entered the game as favorites to win it which was las vegas and odds makers gelling into existence the fact that the lions were the better team and it definitely showed led by multiple possessions even in the third quarter fair reaction or over reaction Let's see here. Over for Bruce. Six to midnight. It goes with fair. Sebastian goes with fair. Overreaction for Holly. Floyd says fair reaction. Over says Jeff. It's all hype. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with fair reaction. One, I like what the Lions are doing. And two, kind of think that some of the teams in the wild card for the NFC could fall off pretty quickly. Like, here are the three wildcard teams right now as things stand in the NFL. You've got the Cowboys, obviously, at 10 and 3. You've got the Commanders at 7 and 5. And you've got the Giants at 7 and 5. And, of course, those two teams have a tied ball game between them because they suck. <laughs> All kidding aside, though. Then you've got in the hunt from the outside looking in, the Seahawks at 7 and 6 and the Lions at 6 and 7. That's not a big difference. And I don't really trust the commanders and the Giants to call this an overreaction. So I will go with fair. I think that the Lions might just be in the playoffs. And then finally, before we get out of here, the Beals offense that scored 20 points only against the New York Jets should officially be concerned about the state of the Buffalo Bills offense. Is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction? Let me know in the chat. That will be the last one for the night. And by the way, shout out to Hoodlum who says, what do you think about T.Y. Hilton, what he brings to the team? We talked about that at the beginning of the show. So do check that out because we get into the two big things that he brings to the table. Kind of a quick answer though. Gets open versus zone. 
and he brings speed. Those were the two big things, but we get into the details at the beginning of the show. Fair reaction, says Mr. Will Toxic about the Bills. Fair for Jeff, over for Brian Thompson. Sebastian goes with over, Hollywood over, Lumen over, Gregory over. Mo, this is the worst time to still be figuring things out, says Mr. Will Toxic. And that is true. That being said, though, I will go with overreaction because I think that the Bills are finding answers. But then you get the New York Jets on the schedule. And I don't know if you guys have watched any Jets games recently. They're legit. Like, Mike White, I don't think is legit, even though he is fun. But that defense, though, that defense is pretty damn good. Bad game, though, for the Bills, offensively speaking. Once more, uh, Josh Allen has been throwing some interceptions, making some mistakes. They do need to find a way. I, I agree with that as Mr. Will Talk success. Need to find a way to run the football consistently, which is a tough task with that offensive line. James Cook breaking out kind of helps, I would say. But that Jets defense is legit. Let me see what happens here in the next few games. I do think that it's a little bit of an overreaction, but it's definitely not the team that was perfect that we thought they were at, at the beginning of, of the year, maybe, and, and the regular season. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight. To sum up the show, I will say I like the T.Y. Hilton signing. I do think that it will be kind of that figuring out if he's a number four wide receiver or a number three. But I think that those two big things that he brings to the offense will matter and they will matter in, in significant spots. Maybe you won't see him lead the team in catches or lead the team in receiving yards. Good news, though. You don't want him to do that. That's why you've got CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and even Dalton Schultz. Those are the guys that will lead the charge. T.Y. Hilton is going to make it easier on them, though, or, or could make it easier on them. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. I really appreciate you. Uh, do me a favor, though. Before you leave, hit that like button. Hit the thumbs up. Always helps out a lot. And of course, share the show if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know about A to Z Sports Dallas Primetime. Brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Please, please check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. Family-owned business for over 65 years. And I thank you for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow night. We'll talk more about the Cowboys-Texans game and maybe some questions moving forward. We'll see what, what we come up with uh, tomorrow morning. I will dive into the tape to bring you some more content. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you tomorrow, mañana, en martes. Adios. Bye-bye.